0: Does being fit mean to you? Welcome to What the Fit, a podcast about what it means to be fit, whatever the fuck that means. I'm your host, Chrissy. Happy Thanksgiving week and the official start of the holiday season. I know, maybe a controversial topic, but I've said it once. I'll say it again. Christmas cheer can start the day after Thanksgiving. Now, feel free to send in your counterarguments with supporting evidence as to why it should start before the day after Thanksgiving. I'll even say Thanksgiving too. Because maybe Thanksgiving night after you've eaten, you might want to like watch a Christmas movie. And that's perfectly acceptable. Now, with all that being said, I must say that I have enjoyed the smattering of holiday lights that have gone up around the city, the shops in OTR are like starting to get decorated, the windows are like starting to get decorated. And it's just been a little tickle, a little tickle of excitement, um, that, that gets me going. That's to say, okay, soon. It's like a soft landing, if you will. A soft landing into the holiday season. So I'm here for that. I actually even did buy a Christmas present already. So, I mean, I know you guys are going to be hearing this the day after Thanksgiving. So officially we're in it and then it would be appropriate. But I just, I just like <sighs> I had a great idea for someone and I couldn't wait. There was no need to wait. So I did it. With that being said, all that being said, now that we're after Thanksgiving, Christmas music, I'll start to decorate, we can watch Christmas movies, blah, 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 all the way around. And honestly, seeing some of you early Christmas bloomers on Instagram with your trees and the Christmas decorations, you know, train sets, it just gives me anxiety, of what's to come. Now, I absolutely love a decked out house for Christmas, of course. Every room in my house is decorated. Lots of lights, multiple trees. I have fucking snowflakes hanging from the rafters. But the initial thought of pulling all the shit out under my staircase and trying to remember if I was smart enough last year to pack it up in an organized way that makes sense instead of just like Not wanting to take down Christmas decorations and just tossing shit randomly into boxes. And then I think about I have to go out and buy all the batteries again, or I have to recharge them if I still have, I might have lost the battery charger in the divorce. I don't know. I have to figure that out. And then I think about I have to wrestle with the fucking garland. Every year there's garland on one, like in my dining room. And every year I'm wrestling with it. it so annoying. It fills me with dread, actually. (laughs) But once I get going with it, it's fine. Like, of course, it's fine. And when I'm done, I'm ecstatic. And I can just sit back and I can like bask in all the glory with a glass of wine. But just the thought of decorating, I don't like it. And every year I'm like this. I mean, I even went as far as to say one year, I was like, I just don't think that I can do it of course you can fucking do it you just it's like one of those you got to like muscle up I have to like take deep breaths put on some Christmas music and get into it if anyone I would like to know one does anyone else feel this way about decorating for Christmas like finished product absolutely yes can't get enough don't want to take it down when it's time to come love to enjoy it all of the weeks but I just don't like the act of doing it I need to make it more. Into- I'm listening to Christmas music. I've recently started to drink. I will a hundred percent be drinking this year. I don't know what else to do. Maybe like an Adderall or something. You have got lots of energy because it's a uh, again. You know, I don't know about how everyone else works it, but I have to go one swoop. I can't do multiple days. I can't say, "Oh, I'll do one room and I'll take no." I'm like, I will be sweating and working to the bone. I've got to do it all in one day, like eight or nine hours. So now I'm just setting myself up for this, but it's it's it'll be fine. It'll be okay. Uh, But I'm just not really looking forward to it, and I think partly. It's due to the fact, too, that, you know, my holiday season is just going to look very different than in years past. Like, very different. And that's okay, and I'm excited for some new traditions and new ways of doing things. But, you know, along with change, for me, also comes some anxiety and grief. Like, I was already worried about, you know, there's like one part of the house that Ryan decorates every year and I'm like, am I going to be able to do it? And I was like texting Kelly girly, you know, just kind of like lamenting and I'm like, oh my God, I have anxiety about this already. And she's like, we'll figure it out. And I'm like, you're right. We'll figure it out. So, you know, I just have to be aware of that. That's coming up. I know it's going to come up. I mean, I'll say I'm, I'm more excited for the holiday season that I am, you know, not looking forward to it so that's good like the balance is way in favor of excitement and and if I'm being honest like the holidays now for me are always just a little bit sad and I think anyone can relate if they've lost someone that they loved you know like for me Thanksgiving was the last time my whole family was together at my house with Joe so I always think about that I always like think about that morning Christmas is naturally hard for anyone who's lost a loved one. There's so many memories and and just like traditions and even little like little quirks about people as it relates to the holidays. And so yeah, it's just it's hard for anyone that's lost a loved one and now I have this upcoming holiday season to experience with the different kind of loss of a loved one. And I'm fine. Like I'm I'm really fine. I can already that's it. that sounded like not convincing at all that was terrible <laughs> but I I can I was telling someone this the other day I can already recognize a shift in the level of pain and, and loss and grief from August to now like I, I can feel myself kind of growing around the grief of a lost relationship I it it's just you know it's it's positive flow positive movement and I would, and I would still say and I was in I was I was hesitant to talk about this and kind of, I don't know, admit this because, you know, I don't want people worrying about me, or I don't want people being like, oh my God, we're so sick of hearing about how you're sad about the loss of your relationship, or I, I don't know. I, I was just making up stories in my head, right? I just it I, I guess also there's some stigma maybe just around admitting when maybe from the outside it looks like you have so many blessings and it's absolutely true I do but really it's just that I'm not happy a lot of the time right now and and it's really not one contributing factor well no it's actually mostly my soul-sucking work but there's actually an end in sight for that so we'll talk about that later but you know it's going through a fucking divorce and it's all the changes that come along with that. It's the upcoming holiday season and missing my brother and my family. It's all this newfound alone time where I get to spin around in my own head. All of these things and, and more. And it's just like, it's where I am. It's the season of my life where not that finding joy is harder to come by, but just that more often than not, I'm in a lower Mood, you know. If we think about like moods, kind of elevating, you know, up and and down, and there's a spectrum. And like high mood is like you're so excited, you're so enthusiastic, you've got a lot of energy, you want to jump into a lot of things. And then like lower mood is you're just lower. You get what I'm saying. I'm just more often than not, I'm just kind of operating on a lower frequency than I'm used to. And I know I won't be here forever. And it's not to say that I'm not ex- still experiencing. Joy and happiness in a lot of ways that I don't want to discount. But my point is, you know, not every season is a positive one. And I'm used to trying to very quickly move myself out of unpleasant feelings. And here I am now telling all of you, I'm just not that happy and it's okay. But I guess it's not even like I'm not happy. That's not even the right word I'm trying to say either because I'm naturally a happy person and an optimist. So I think it's just, let's just say, let's just say lower mood. Not happy sounds so fucking dramatic. And like, I'm, like, I'm just sad all the time. And that's not true either. I don't know. I'm trying to like process this as I'm talking it out loud. (laughs) I think it's just more of an acknowledgement like that, that what I'm really getting at, you know, that it's, it's just lower right now. And I'm still going through a difficult time. And that's okay if I had an expectation around, hey, by this certain time, you should be through it. That's silly. I know that by now. I don't want hold that, to hold that to myself. But, you know, I still have so much to be grateful for. And I've been diligent about my little gratitude practice each morning. You know, I watch the sun come up and I think about everything I'm grateful for. But I even caught myself this morning as I was waking up. And I can open the, the shade in my bedroom window and I can like lay in bed and look up the window and it's a east facing window so I can like watch the sun come up while I'm lying in bed. It's really nice. Um, on a side note, I have like so enjoyed setting my alarm like a little bit earlier than I would normally get up and then just spending like 20 minutes just like snuggling in bed, like lying in bed and just like enjoying the comfiness. I've got like my big winter down comforter. And then sometimes I put a blanket on top of that. So I'm I, I'm like completely crushed by the weight of the blankets and it feels incredible. And, you know, I'm not like falling back asleep. I'm just like, yeah, I don't know. Thinking about the day ahead. So in this instance, I was waking up and I'm like, okay, you know, I'm, this was on Tuesday morning. I'm like, okay, you have two more days of work to get through. Then you're off for four days. And I was like, just really, really, really trying to give myself this pep talk to like, get out of bed and get your shit done. And you're almost to a long weekend. So then I started to try to analyze like, why am I constantly having to force down these little pep talks to myself to like, go change the laundry. Like, okay, you can do it. Like to get into the gym with Johnny, like something that I want to do, I enjoy doing like, okay, come on, just you can do it. And it it just, it feels like even just like some kind of like regular mundane things that are not that difficult or like really aren't that big of a deal. I'm like, okay, come on, come on, Chrissy, come on. Just like you just do it. (laughs) And so I started to to analyze, like, okay, maybe it's because I don't have anything big to look forward to and, you know, like keep me going, you know, like maybe I need to go to New York and see my friends and like have this like big trip planned. And I had to just stop myself right there and be like, be in this present moment. Like, sure, having something fun and exciting to look forward to, like a trip, is motivating. And it's great as a fun little like escapist thing to like get you through. I've done it a million times, but I don't want to have to rely so much on something external to get me going. You know, I, w- I really want that to come from within and and appreciate the moment I have right now, but it is like such a fucking practice. And it is obviously so much easier for me personally just to be like okay yep i'm i'm feeling low i'm feeling blue so let me just schedule this trip and i'll have something to look forward to and it'll make me feel good for the next couple weeks and then the week that i'm there and then guess what i'm going to be back home and i'm still going to be feeling and i'm re- going right back into feeling low so it doesn't really do anything you know it's just like pacifying my pain and what i think would really help me the harder route for me is to just like stay, take stock of appreciating the present moment and being with where I am right now, not trying to move out of it, not trying to get like a bunch of external factors to make me feel better. But speaking of external factors, during this time, slower time, I have found it definitely more difficult to to stay committed to my self-care. I feel like I'm like 50-50 right now and it's causing me like some inner turmoil. turmoil. It really is. I, I'm i eating well and in a way that makes me feel good about 50% of the time, to be honest, right? Like 50% of the time. I, I, I keep my regularly scheduled workouts. I keep my walks. That's something that doesn't really change for me. But I've also missed some Sunday morning workouts that I would have liked to go to because I was too hungover or too tired. I stay out later on the weekends. I drink more and all of this I'm aware of and all of these things don't make me feel great. Like I just said, it's causing me some inner turmoil. But the problem is, and this is like kind of how I'm rationalizing it. If I was giving it hundred percent, To my self care, right? I'm, I'm eating the foods that I know make me feel good, that energize me, don't give me digestive issues, don't just like make me feel tired. If I'm getting lots of movement, which I know makes me feel good, if I'm going to bed earlier, sleep is, you know, top, top up there on self care list and just overall health list. So even if I'm doing all of these things, you know, at a hundred percent level, let say. That's pretty probably impossible, but let's just say for saying's sake. The thing is, I would still be kind of sad. So I'm like, yeah, I am still kind of sad, but I'm sad with pecan pie cheesecake, which is in my fridge right now, or I forget about being sad for a couple hours when I'm out at the bar. So, you know... And honestly, if I'm thinking about it, I blame a lot of this fucking degenerate tendencies on say so because the lighting in that place is just too good. It's exactly the kind of lighting that I like want to be in. And if I just drive past it or I walk past it and I see the twinkling lights and the plants, it's like, I'm like a moth to a fucking light outside in the summertime. Like I can't, I just can't not go in. So I don't know what you want from me. And the baking of the cheesecake, that was an act of self-care in the first place as I've been spending a lot of my free time cooking and baking new recipes, which I love to do. I've just become (laughs) very domestic all of a sudden, (laughs) which is funny given the circumstance. So I guess, you know, now that I'm saying all this out loud, I think this is really just that my self-care methods and priorities. So what I need to do to take care of myself and feel my best have shifted to accompany me through this new uncharted season. And actually, I'm listening to what I need. It just looks different than what it was before. So maybe it's not even about like giving it 50%, giving it 100%. I don't know, but I still need to fucking stop missing the Sunday workouts because that just, that just pisses me off when I do that to myself. And I know I need to drink less, of course. Like everyone knows drinking is just not good for you. And drinking is terrible for your sleep. I, we talked about this in the last podcast with Dan. the Like I now will not get a whoop strap because I can't know. I can't know what my sleep looks like after a night of drinking because I don't want to have to live with that, and I don't want to have to hold my hand to the flame and not and and stop drinking right now. I just don't. So that's it. And you know what? The last thing I'll say about all of this is, despite the discomfort and despite the pain I'm feeling and the pain I know other people are feeling and the challenging conversations I have to have with myself that you are now a part of, and the inner reflection that I'm required to do, heartache, I think, overall, is a, is a valuable experience that's part of the human condition. And that's where we are. And just, you know, again, to say that just because I'm in this place doesn't mean I'm not also experiencing joy and gratitude. And like with grief, there you can hold gratitude and joy at the same time. It, they're not exclusive entities. So let's move to a more uplifting note. Since it is Thanksgiving after all, I absolutely must share what I'm grateful for. So I've got a list. Um, to start, I am really grateful that my hair is growing long again. I spent like three years with short hair. And this is kind of an interesting story. So I always had, because everyone wants to know, I've always had really long hair, um, like in like college and, and after college. And then if you will remember, this ombre trend came about, right? Everyone was like the dark hair and then like bleeding into like bleached bottoms. I'm, I think like Khloe Kardashian started it. This is around like 2013. So I had never colored my hair before. I just, my hair's brown, had been brown. I didn't have like highlights, nothing. So I walk into a salon. I just moved to Cincinnati. So I did not have a regular hair person. I will not name the salon, but I walk in and I say, make me look like Khloe Kardashian. I want an ombre. Well, in that one in that one appointment, she bleached my dark brown hair, the bottoms, and, and went right to like a pretty bleached blonde. If anyone who colors their hair know, if anyone who's has dark hair and colors their hair light, that is a process or it should be. A gradual process to go from dark, then, we go a little, then you go a little bit lighter, then you wait and you go a little bit lighter, then you wait. It's like, you know, months time. And I know that now because later I went blonde. But in that, for that moment, okay, long brown hair, bleach, ombre. Well, you can imagine what happens. Over the next few months, my hair literally just fried from the bottom up. Every time I would brush my hair, I'd lose like a fucking inch. All the way to the point where I had to cut it to my, pretty much to my shoulders. And it was like down, like past my boobs. Had to cut it to my shoulders just to get rid of all the dead from the bleach. That was traumatizing. So then from there, okay, I grew out again. I was blonde for a while, whatever. But then like my hair texture just does not hold bleach well. I, it just, I just, can't, I just can't be blonde if I, if I want to keep the integrity of my hair. So then I, I decided to cut it again and I went real short, like bob, bob short. And it was fun and it was cute. And and I was like, well, maybe I'm just never going to have long hair again because now I'm older and we know your hair doesn't grow as fast. When you're older, like when you're in your 20s, that shit grows like a, a foot every year. But, you know, growth slows down. But I'm happy to say my hair is growing again. And it feels so, I, I just feel like I'm, it was like growing at a, I don't know. It was getting longer, of course. But then all of a sudden, like overnight, it just like got long. It's not really what happened, but that is how it felt. And then I would start to see people out and they're like, oh my God, your hair's so long. I'm like, yeah, it grew overnight. I don't know. But that, you know what? I'm grateful. I'm grateful my hair is growing. Um, okay, what else am I grateful for? Uh I'm grateful for my family. I'm really grateful for them right now. I spend a lot of my youth trying to like get away from them. You know, I'm most people can relate. You know, I would spend You know, I would spend holidays with them. But then I would like, as soon as we like wrapped up like the necessary time together, I would be like at a friend's house or just like on the go constantly. And now it was like just a dramatic shift in realization that everyone is in Charlotte for Thanksgiving and I'm staying here in Cincinnati this year. I just like didn't want to deal with travel and work is crazy and whatever. But, you know, I'm like watching all their Instagram stories and they're like posting together and they're drinking together and they're out by the fire. And I talked to my mom for like an hour on Sunday, like what they're all going to do. And and I just really miss them. And I'm really grateful for the bond I have with, you know, particularly my mom, my brother, my sister. I just feel like it's really special. You know, I see other families interact and, and I'm just very grateful for them. What else? What else? Okay. I am really grateful for my home, like the physical structure of my house. I spend a whole lot of fucking time here lately, and it's only going to get worse as the days get shorter and shorter and colder and colder. And I've made it into, I've been able to make it into a space that I really love. It's very peaceful to me. It's very comforting to me. On Sunday, I had like a whole day of nothing, which was great and also maddening. I think I'll talk about that a little bit more in an upcoming episode. But I spent about, I don't know, maybe two hours walking around to every single plant in my house. And if you don't know, I have a ton of plants in my house. And I was just like watering and pruning and and like speaking kind words to them. And... It it, like now they're all just like shining and everyone's so happy. If my voice is like drifting away from the microphone, it's because I'm just like looking around and up at all of them. I've just, I just really love my space and I'm really grateful for my space. Oh, I am really grateful for my friends over at Performance House who we've been doing like little group workouts and like little runs together. They're usually the people that are running the nippert steps. And You know, even if I don't make it, even if I tell them that I'm going to be there and then I don't show up, they don't give me any shit, which actually they maybe need to start doing it. So anyone listening, Lindsay, Andy, Kayla, Danny, like if I say I'm going to come to a fucking workout and I don't come, I need to be publicly shamed. I need to be humiliated. I need to learn my lesson. I need someone to punish me. It's not acceptable. And clearly the punishment that I'm giving myself of just the shame And criticality in my head is not enough, so that's what I'm asking for in return for my outward post and and speech of appreciation to all of my fitness friends. I need you to hold me accountable. Um, But yeah, it's just been great. You know, we did race street together, and and we're gonna we're gonna run the Turk. Well, we would have ran yesterday. The turkey trot this year. It just, you know, I used to love, I still do. I still do love, love, love group fitness. But now that I'm, you know, training one-on-one, I don't get that same little hit of, of working out in a group. And so this provides that. So I'm really grateful for them. Uh, I'm grateful this for the Sopranos for keeping me company when I'm alone. Uh, Tony, shout out to Tony and Carmela and Meadow and Christopher uh, they've kept me really good company. I don't know where I am now. I think maybe season three, maybe getting close to season four. I'm breezing right through. I'm breezing right through. It's really interesting though, because I don't have a favorite character, which is weird. Every other show, like you have a favorite character, I feel, but The Sopranos, I do not have a favorite one. It's great. I've been enjoying it. Grateful for that show. Thank you. I'm grateful. I'm absolutely grateful for Say So and all of their staff for always keeping my wine glass full and providing me company in times of need. And they may not really know how much I'm craving human interaction by the time I get to them after staring at a screen all day. But please know you are appreciated. (laughs) And I don't know (laughs) if I would have survived these last few months without your hospitality. So thank you for that. And of course, listeners, girlies, I'm grateful for you, whether you're a new listener or you've been with me on this three and a half year journey, come up to four years next year. That we're, we're just like getting cooking now, you know, we're just like really trying, we're just really starting to find the groove now. Um, I truly appreciate you. I appreciate you for joining me in my creativity. This is my art I appreciate every single DM I receive, every time I meet someone out who says hi. It just means a lot to to have everyone participate with me in this. So thank you for spending your time, which is our most valuable asset. So thank you for spending your time on me, the podcasts, all the guests, all the support, you know, all the outreach. It's just fantastic. It it makes me feel Really great, and that I'm contributing in a value valuable way, which is what I hope to do with this podcast. So, you know, we don't have to quit the conversation of gratitude just because Thanksgiving's over. You know, we had a whole month of gratitude with Rachel Derochers, and you can just call into the voicemail and let me know, or let me know like a funny Thanksgiving story. I'm going to be recording with Ellen Whitney on November 29th. So call us between call us over the weekend after Thanksgiving. This episode will come out on Friday. You'll have had a funny story to share. Ooh, also, if you have any funny stories about the night before Thanksgiving, if you got like wild and crazy, I want to hear about that. So just call in and talk to us. Um, Ellen and I will be recording then on the Monday after Thanksgiving. So you have a weekend. Black Friday deals. What are you shopping for? What do you want for Christmas? Your Christmas list. Please, we want to hear it all. Really quick before I sign off, upcoming events. The sweat for a cause classes to benefit Make-A-Wish. So I talked about this a couple weeks ago uh, on the solo episode. I am raising money. For Make a Wish, which grants wishes to children with critical illnesses, and I'm putting on and partnering with a few gyms around town to put on these classes. Sweat for a Cause class. So you sign up. We'll take donations at the door, um, or you know you can visit the donation page, which is the fundraising page, which is in the link in my Instagram bio, K R I S S Y Y R U B I O, or at What the Fit podcast. So the fundraising page is there, but then we'll also take donations You know when you come in. So the two classes, Tuesday, November 30th, 6 p.m. So this one's coming up quick. System of Strength, we're doing an In the Mix class. There is a link to sign up for that one. So that's in my bio, again, in the Instagram bio. If you can't find any of this, just DM me. Just email whatthefitpodcast at gmail.com. However, you can get a hold of me. Again, Tuesday, November 30th, 6 p.m., System of Strength. And then the next one is Saturday, December 4th at 9 a.m., so 9 in the morning, at Performance House. So we've already got a pretty good crew. I I can't see who signed up for the SOS class because it's like through their booking system. But I do know the crew we've got for Saturday morning. And it's going to be fun. So if we can get like a big group... I I think it'll be great. Carabello coffee's around the corner. Maybe we all go and grab a cup of joe after and chit-chat, catch up, girly time. Um, yeah, come out, help support. I really do appreciate it. And I think that's all we have. I'll probably think about like five other things that I want to say as soon as I stop recording. But it is when I'm recording on the Wednesday before Thanksgiving. And I've got probably about an hour more of work. And then I'm out of this bitch. So I hope everyone's able to take some time off, decompress, enjoy the holiday. Holidays are special times. And again, thank you. Love you. Talk to you later.